0: Hey, what's up, family? Welcome to my live Q and A. For those who join me for the very first time, my name is Joshua Ezi. Also known as Coach Josh, and my goal is to help you make sense of your life and to help you grow holistically for God's optimal use. And after enjoying this live Q and A, you're like, man, I like this guy's vibe. Go ahead and subscribe, and make sure you hit that bell because if you like, hey, you know I got that post notifications push? How you gonna know if I'm going live? You know, and then you'll be able to type your question, and I'll be able to serve you. So, as everyone is coming in live. Um, I want to make sure I address those who's been with me for a while, who've been rocking with me for those who's been subscribed, whether it's been uh, uh, years, weeks, months, days or minutes. I want to say thank you so much uh, for uh, entrusting um, the gift that's in me uh, for you to push that subscribe. But that means a lot. And I really appreciate y'all's support. And for those um, who's listening on my um podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope y'all continue to be blessed by this material. And for those who've been um, supporting all these years, whether it's been uh, financially or has been uh, with the books, card games, whatever, I want to say thank you all so much for your support. Nate, Naya, what's going on? Hope you're doing well. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to come on in. I know y'all already typing your questions in and I look forward to serve you all. Katina White, what's going on? How you doing? Thank you for joining me. And for those who don't know, man, school year starting up. I'm excited. Every year we always uh, endeavor to uh, um, raise funds to help support our mentoring program. So if you want to learn more about our mentoring program, go to imunplugged.com. Under the tab, make sure you uh, select um, uh, Propel Mentoring Program. Learn what we're doing. I look forward um, to impacting more young people this year. Now, Lilo at 27 says, Hey, coach, grateful for the dating advice you provided me a couple months ago as it helped greatly with my decision. Just me and God. and gra- God gets the glory. Listen, uh, the blessings of God ask no sorrow. If you are if you are experiencing more joy from a breakup, chances are that was meant to be. And I'm glad that that advice helped you uh, 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 weeks or months ago. DeAndre, what's going on, fam? What's going on, my brother from New York? Are you going to post a full pickup of your... One day, I don't have enough storage on my phone. I will let it play, but I'm going to see if I can get some uh, one-on-one with my uh, nephew. Uh, If not my nephew, when I play ball next... You know what? Next Sunday, I may have my camera out there and let y'all see me get some buckets out there with some grown men. So (laughs) maybe real soon. Jay Miller, God bless you too. Thank y'all for your blessings. Thank y'all for y'all continued support. I really appreciate it. And for those who need uh, make sure they know where my website is, let me make sure I post that real quick. I am unplugged.com. If you want to um uh, support our mentoring program, if you want to uh support us any kind of way, books, card games, shirts, all that good stuff. Speaking of shirts. Newest shirt out called Pilgrim. Um, My goal is getting more messaging out there about us being pilgrims passing through. And so I hope that you on that website find something that will be a benefit to you. And we appreciate your generosity and support in advance. Joshua Pittman says, so I recently got my fire back with God. That's good. Uh, With spending time in his presence and allowing him to fill me. That's great. What does that fire, why does that fire sometimes go out and become a little mundane at times? Well, um, desire is like a burst of fire. Discipline is logs in a fire, right? Oftentimes, when we have these great experiences with God and, and they're electrifying and they're very tangible, um, it gives us this burst of excitement. The enemy can care less about your desires for God, he cares more about your disciplines in the things of God. See, it's discipline that sustains a fire, even though a, f- a fire is ignited through inspiration, through excitement, etc. So that's why. Uh, anybody who is in any kind of severe conditions winter wise or weather wise, they're going to make sure they have enough logs to keep that fire going. And if you are uh, like the word of God says, um, uh, uh, making the best use of the time for the days are evil, right? Then when you know how cold the world is, you will see why it's imperative for you to have logs available, right? And that means discipline because anybody in any type of adverse conditions don't need to be inspired to go get what they need, right? So when you understand the conditions and you not only the conditions of the world, but your condition in Christ because of what Jesus did for you, then it will inspire you to say, you know what? I may not feel like reading today. I may not feel like praying today i may not do feel like doing this or that today but because the days are evil i better make the best use of the time and sustain my spiritual disciplines not for things but from the king right i'm doing it from what the king did for me not doing it for the things that i want the king to do for me right so that's great you have fire that's exciting. But but we got to get disciplined now. We got to say, you know what? What must I do to sustain this fire, to sustain this motivation so that when I go out in amongst the nations, I won't be ice cold. Great question. Now, your love says, how do you feel about friendships between males and females? What boundaries should be set? Great question. Well, I don't see nothing wrong with there being uh, uh, um, uh, uh, friendships. But you have to understand that those friendships kind of end eventually if that person doesn't end up being your uh, significant other your spouse your husband or your wife then those friends will end those had had one friend had to let go that's just how it is once you get married a certain friendship have to end because there is no longer needed for the next phase and ultimately there's no need for that type of friend right there's no need for that type of friend if if um the person you are with is your best friend. Right. So that person, if if uh, since you're a young lady, when you get when you meet your husband, there will be no need for that man. And no matter how great your friendship is with that individual, the, the dynamics will have to change. There will probably be a, a, a little to no contact with the individual because. You met the person that's supposed to fill that void. And ultimately, the person that you are best friends with end up being the person you're being in a relationship with, right? So what are some of the values you must set if you have friends? The good thing is, is to first ask, how attracted are you to this person? The level of attraction would determine or the level of subtractions. And what I mean by that is if you find yourself that this is my best friend, but I'm attracted to them, you got to immediately set boundaries. Maybe not be one-on-one with them. And if you are hanging out one-on-one with them, hang out publicly with them um, uh, uh, and make sure that you are uh, uh, con- uh, every now and then assessing your feelings, assessing how you feel. So that you don't find yourself making deals with a person that wasn't meant for you, right? So boundaries are imperative based upon the emotions that you that are involved, the thoughts that are involved, the infatuation that may be involved, the interest that may be involved. So number one, if they are super attractive to you, then it's best to start implementing boundaries of, you know what, maybe we shouldn't talk on the phone too long. Maybe we shouldn't go here at these different places exclusively because what oftentimes happens is that sometimes the wrong one ends up being the right friend but that but it may not be the one that you will have in the end right because friendship is the cake to relationships friendships will make you stick to a person right and so if you're not careful, you're gonna end up being friends with someone that you're really attracted to, then y'all grow something without any time period of God, is this the one for me, right? Um, but I don't see nothing wrong with uh, friendships. I think the best type of friendships with male and female dynamics is typically in a group settings where there's accountability. But if you're not attracted to them, I just think it's it's there's there's a thin line though. There's a very thin line. Um, um there's a lot more unwise scenarios with that than it is why scenarios with it especially there's attraction involved so i hope that helped i know that was all over the place and maybe i'll do a video uh on that to kind of bring more clarity dirty red what's going on good day coach i pray all things all things as well family i really appreciate you joshua Pittman says not saying pursuing god is boring i understand i just wanted to see what your perspective on this since was since i'm sure you went through yeah man listen i went through this early stages as well like um, It's because what happens is we get we canonize or we um uh, create monuments of moments where God was massive to us and it was a great experience. And what oftentimes mess up a lot of people is they have these great moments with God and then they didn't have no guards, no boundaries, no disciplines, because the enemy knows all I got to do is blow that little fire out. Because what we do, we get so excited that we're on fire for God, and then fire with no extra logs of discipline added to it subsides. Joshua also says, since spending time alone can sometimes be mundane, and can be a little lonely, that's why I ask. Well, what I do is um, I have creative sessions with God. Uh, Most of the time, I don't really, when I'm by myself... I really don't listen to music in the car. That's the time where I vibe with God, I vent and process. So it doesn't become mundane if we do different things, right? If if we're doing things that are progressive things, right? So uh, uh, having business sessions with God, creative sessions with God um, that spawns out of worship, that spawns out of time with God, because, because there's always going to be a new book me and God going to write together. There's all right now working on one book, two card games right now, already got slated the next three books for next year and the year after that. And I already know that the fire will never go out because there's always something cool and productive I get to do for the family business. You see what I'm saying? So that's what helps me uh, um, sustain those moments. They f- may, may feel mundane, but it, it, it rarely feels mundane when when y'all doing things that's going to help the kingdom gain, if that makes sense. Katina White says, is it bad to meet friends on a Christian dating website? I you talking to the uh, you know, are you talking to someone who doesn't believe that is? Um, Um, uh, beneficial uh, for Christian dating sites. Um, God doesn't need your help in that department. God does not need your help when it comes with the one. I hope people understand that God doesn't need your help, God doesn't need your assistance. All He needs for you to be His assistant and advance in the things that you need to advance in and become better so that you, when He does, in His providential time, you bring the one in your life, you're actually prepared and healthy enough. I think these things are a waste of time. I think these things uh 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 makes us feel like God is not on, on time enough and it makes you want to get things done for yourself. So if you you asking me my opinion, I can't tell you what to do, but my opinion, Christian dating websites are are a waste of time because I didn't have to use one to find my wife. You know, I found my wife along the way of pursuing the purpose that God has for me and how my wife and I met. She met me while I was in my purpose. I met her while she was in her purpose because we was focused on the person of God. And as both parties are focused on the purpose of God and are fulfilling the different aspects of their purpose at that moment, they end up finding each other at the right time to meet. And then after a period of time of being together, they meet, They meet. uh uh the timing occurs for them to actually get married. So in my personal opinion, I wouldn't even waste time because the time you spend on those websites could be the time you can invest in developing your own websites, developing residual incomes, and make sure that you can actually start putting shovels in the ground on a site that you will eventually build your empire. Jay Miller says, how to deal with liking a guy who is not as expressive emotionally. So I am a bit hesitant if he is interested, yet sometimes hints that he is. Well, uh, people are different. There are introverts, extroverts. Extroverts, there are individuals who may not be as expressive as you, and that's okay. Uh, the thing you have to understand is: is first, you have to ask yourself, uh, first off, uh, um, is this the right time for me to even be available for a man, right? Um, uh, but to answer your question specifically, without going down that rabbit hole, so if a guy is around you and he's not expressing himself emotionally, you have to ask yourself, what emotions are you looking for? What expectations are you expecting out of this man? I mean, a lot of people in culture get so immersed in the the defining roles of individuals that they have created imagery of, that all of a sudden now with these shows, Lifetime, uh, uh, Housewives, or or uh, these other shows or things that men are a part of or watch starts clouding people's judgment, creating false expectations. And then when a person doesn't respond in the way that he should, now they're disappointed, right? And so I don't know if that's hitting on the hammer the nail on the head, but but, but what I have to say, you have to first ask yourself, what am I expecting from this individual? Secondly, do I know this individually enough to see if these traits are just tailored to how he is wired? We have to understand the difference between how a person is wired and how a person is, uh, uh, have acquired. And what I mean by a trace, they have acquired a long life. There's a big difference. I'm wired a certain kind of way. And, and this Josh has been the same Josh since the beginning of my existence because God fearfully and wonderfully made me. Right. I am his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works that was already predestined for me to walk in. Right. So there are certain things I am wired as I am wired like this and there's nothing my wife can do to change that. That's how I'm wired. Now, things I have habits or traits or behaviors that I have acquired. Because of uh, failures, uh, disappointments, life challenges, abuses, or whatever, that's different. So the thing is, if he's just not expressive emotionally, and that's just how he's wired, because when I'm in church, uh, my wife used to laugh, because she'll be, my wife, hands raised, swaying, tears down, and my hands in my pocket, I'm just reflecting. My mom was the same way. She was like, baby, lift your hands. Why don't you worship? And I thought something was wrong with me. I thought something was wrong with me because I was like, well, why am I not vibing? And it's not that I couldn't engage. I engage differently. There'd be times in the middle of church service that I sit down, I get my notepad, and I start writing things. I am more of a reflective type of person instead of expressive type person. I'm more of an introvert. You know what I'm saying? Even though there's parts of me that are extrovert-like, but I'm more introvert. But that's how I'm wired. And I thought that was stuff that that's just was weird about me. But when I found out that uh, that's just how I am, then then imagine my wife not marrying me because I didn't worship in church. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? That's just not how I am. <clears throat> now, when I'm by myself, when it's me and the Lord, I'm introverted with my worship. You don't get you, you ain't gonna see my ugly worship. You ain't gonna see me. That's private to me. That's how I am. So that's how I'm wired. So that's what you got to do. The more you get to know him, just say, hey, is this how he's wired? Or are these traits traits that he acquired? Okay. Ashley says, how do you uh, respond when God thinks you're ready for more, but you lack trusting yourself not to fail? Well, that's a natural byproduct of a person that loves God. Anyone who's been in any type of relationship With their father or parent They don't want to disappoint them, that's a natural Feeling, but do not allow That to be a dominant feeling Those feelings are going to naturally rise But don't let those feelings ride, right So how do you respond with God? Realizing That God is going to always Bring you into something that's bigger Than you. If God gave you man-made Woman-made ideas and dreams of dude, then they will exclude him from being involved But because God's a big God And God wants to do big things to you, he makes things big in you so you can remain dependent on him so that he can still be a part. So when God is pulling you into a place where you feel inadequate or that you may be afraid that you'll fail him, realize that that type of uh, thought reveals that you have a good heart, right? You have a good heart. You are at least aware. You are aware of who you are in the grand scheme of things. You are aware of the goodness of God. You are aware of the responsibility that comes with the task And now when God asks, you have the right heart to pass through, right? And so what you, how you respond is how I respond. I'm like, God, hey, I'm just going to trust your Holy Spirit leading me as I do this. Because if you overthink it, then you'll think yourself out of promises that God has predestined for you to enjoy. So don't put no trust in yourself. When you understand who you are and your heart has revealed that, that's when you say, you know what, God, I'm going to trust in you. God, I'm gonna trust in you. I know, I know, I know that this is big for me. I know that this is a lot, but 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 I'm gonna trust in you. If you keep thinking that you're gonna fail, you won't sail. But if you trust in the one that's the wind behind your sail, you will go further than you ever thought. So don't 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 beat yourself up about that. It's not even worth it. Naya Love says, How do you feel about male and female? Okay, okay, good, great, great. great. Dirty Red says. If I feel God told me to let her go, was I wrong to jump at the opportunity? Yeah, but, but we make a mistake is worth making if we're willing to learn from it. So I know you asked this question in the last live. So it's don't, get, don't beat yourself up. I've made plenty of mistakes like that, where I know God told me no and I did it anyway. But God has still been gracious and kind to me. I tell people all the time. People think that when they make a mistake with God, that God is no longer uh, in love with them, that God doesn't care about them, or somehow God is going to withhold all blessings from them. God is a difference between a plate and privilege. When a child gets in trouble, right? A good parent may take the phone, may take a privilege, but they won't take food off the child's plate. There's still going to be provision no matter what mistakes we make, right? That's just the grace of God. God ain't going to take no food off your plate. You know what I'm saying? But there may be some privileges removed. Right. If there's if there's habitual habits that proves uh, uh, the inability to steward a thing. Right. So that's the thing. But God ain't going to move food off your plate. So God will still be faithful. So what I mean by this, don't beat yourself up because you made a mistake. Learn from that. Earn from that. But don't allow your emotions to burn from that. Don't allow your heart to burn from that. Let's grow. Let's get better. Right. Is it a sign that I feel freedom now despite feeling regret? Is it a sign that I feel free? Well, the, the, there's mixed emotions when we're in these type of phases. There's mixed emotions. There's feelings of, I can't believe I made the mistake, but I actually feel better now because I'm no longer with that person that would have eventually made even a bigger mistake if I would have stayed with that individual. So those mixed emotions, but what you do, you process them. You process them with understanding who you are in Christ and the righteousness has been imputed on you because of what Jesus did on the cross and that you have rights standing before God and God no longer has his back on on any of us he we now have access to be face to face with him and embrace that and enjoy that and learn from that and say okay what did i do that put me in this situation and how can i ensure that i don't find myself in this place again now you start assessing not just the symptoms of it get down to the source of it what is the source source reason why i'm doing what i'm doing hope to help angie says hello i'm a minister where can i meet a good godly man who 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 are ready and looking for a wife well um you want to be in a position where you're looking at god he's looking at god and when god moves out the way and gets and beside y'all y'all see each other right so the thing is to whom much is given much is required and you have to understand that the higher you are in functionality and ministry chances are not too many people have the grace and the capacity to rock with that right? so i already knew there was no need for me to go looking for a wife because I don't even know what. Uh, see, why why, why should I go out there looking for a wife if I don't even fully know what I'm supposed to do with my life? What's the point of looking for a wife if I don't fully understand my life? Therefore, I'm going to trust the one who understands my life. Even if I have a good grip of my life right now, I'm not wise enough to find a wife. Therefore, God allowed my wife to find and us to find each other in the midst of being in him. But I realized, hey man, there ain't too many people gonna have grace for no preaching, man. Ain't too many people gonna, listen, I tell people all the time, do you know what comes with being with a preacher? My wife didn't go through half the stuff she went through until she married me. <laughs> do you know what comes with a man that speaks the truth of God in the midst of demonic uh, 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 opposition? There's a lot that comes with that. Not too many men are gonna be ready uh, um, to, to, to be with a woman that's in ministry that That's warfare that comes with that That's people that comes with that There's false expectations From other people on you So what I'm saying is Is that if you're handmade and crafted Made and you're Roy's Royce, Then you have to understand not too many people Can, can handle what comes with that They may be wanting to drive it But they won't be able to buy it So don't worry about Where to meet them Because I promise you, you'll meet everything you need in the midst of God's presence. That's all you got to worry about. As long as I'm in the will of God, as long as I'm in the midst of God, all those things will find me. See, right now in my life, I'm just walking down a trail with God. I'm just walking with God. And you know what? Every now and then, I turn around, I look to my side, and things found me. <laughs> this job that I have right now found me. My wife that I have right now, we she found me. And I ain't talking about I ain't talking about outside of the scripture, out of context. I'm talking about we found each other because we was walking with God. And what I'm saying is the more that you focus on God, my friend, you'll meet everything you need when you meet him regularly. Hope to help. Nicole Hamilton says, "Hey coach, Josh I got time for two more, uh maybe three. Hey coach, Josh, I pray all is well. All is well. How come the church is not addressing current events? No preaching about the sign of the times and times It's getting real out here real quick. Well, the reason why people don't preach that stuff because they're not literate in it. They don't they don't there's no benefit in it. There's no money in it, right?" Um, nobody wants to hear the truth The truth is not as lucrative As you think it is uh, And so what oftentimes happens Is a lot of people are A lot of these preachers are not even Were never even birthed Out of the bosom of God To be preachers Most of these guys Were birthed out of the Out of the agenda of Satan Most of these people That are admired in this world Will never talk about Those different things Because it's not a part of Their contract to talk About those things It's not a part of Their satanic uh, uh, agenda Satanic connection To talk about that So that's why people like that, be very leery with people who are just out there, out there, out there. But what's coming out their mouth is not balanced. The gospel is more of how much God loves you, but it's not balanced out by the reality of the world and how we're supposed to be uh, uh, um, disciples, discipline ourselves, denying ourselves, etc. Right? And so the reason why the church the, no, don't get me wrong, we're talking about the modern day false church would we'll never talk about that. But there is a remnant that's talking about that. There's a remnant that's addressing it. They're just not in the in the masses' eyes because they're not in the master's eye, right? And so all you got to do, if the master's in your eye, you will tell the master's what he wants them to hear. But most of those people are not going to be elevated because the people are going to be elevated, or are people going to say what they were told to say, and it won't benefit. And that's why you got to make sure you get into a place where you get in that Bible for yourself, find the will of God, because the safest place is in the will of God, all right? And so How come the church is not addressing current events? Because they don't know what to say. They're scared to talk about it and think it has too much to lose. A lot of the things, if you say certain things, there are consequences. See, the people, the reason why we don't quote unquote see persecution, because people are not pressing against the agenda. They're not pressing against the lies. See, when you got ties, when you got kingdom ties, nobody can disconnect you for what God wants you to do. But when you have earthly ties and you have earthly connections and another man made you and another woman birthed you, <laughs> what I mean by that birthed you in ministry and now you got ties to them, and all of a sudden now you don't got compromise and no surprise, they got pictures and stuff of you, then you're gonna you' gonna do what they say. But the issue is most people either one can care less about those, they talk about those different things. Some people number two just don't even know what to say. And number three, people are scared to talk against it because of the ties that they have. So not everybody that's a preacher, not everybody who has a big church, not everybody who's out there in front of our face. Come on, let me, let's be honest. Out of the 10 famous preachers in our world today, I guarantee 80% of them ain't with God. 10 of the probably 10 of the most famous preachers in America, probably six or seven out of 10 of them is probably not legit. Just just keep it in a buck with you. Captain Bone says, hey, coach, I want to love God for God and not for what he can or does provide for me. For the most part, I do. But I find myself sometimes loving to get the life goals. I understand that. How do I get rid of myself as well? Uh, <clears throat> you're a human on the process called sanctification. And the more you mature in the things of God, the more you'll find strength in those areas because of God. Right. And so. Right now you have the right heart. Now we have to couple that right heart with the right habits. Because if you have the right hope, you have the right heart. If you have the right heart, you have the right habits. You have the right habits, you have the right things happening for you, right? And we're not talking about that that things ain't going to happen for you. We're just saying that things begin to happen in in a greater occurrence because God is your ultimate hope, which then creates a heart that's fixed, right? And a heart that's fixed, that's not moved or pulled, right? It's now going to produce the right habits, right? And then the right habits naturally produce the right happenings, right? And so de- depending on where you are with the things of God, don't beat yourself up about it and, and, and don't and don't necessarily title things as deeply as you need. I wouldn't go out there and be like, I'm selfish. You start tearing your shirt and putting off on ashes and sackcloth. Nah, just say, hey, Holy Spirit, show me the root reason. Uh, uh Keep pulling me. Uh, and and molding me in this season, and you'll be surprised over time. So what happens is, never beat yourself up because you're not where you think you are. Focus more on not how far you got to go. Focus on how far you've came, and then you'll find joy in the things of God. And then you won't beat yourself up too much. You won't uh, 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 do these do things like this, right? Um, and, and you and you are you a human being. You have natural ambitions. You have natural goals. But see me, I got goals too. I, I got things I want to accomplish, but I always assess my heart almost daily. Where's my heart at? Where's Josh at right now? And then you put yourself right back in order and go back with the flow. I love you all. I better go. Uh, let's see here. Miss you too, fam. Thank you for watching. Our pastor got persecuted for speaking. Hey, that, that, listen, when you got kingdom ties, what's death, fam? Death ain't nothing compared To eternal damnation of hell I'd rather die for the truth Than to live for a lie And be eternally separated from God So what it is, what's what's death? Six minutes max of drowning But what's worse, denying God And still losing your life And then gotta see your face, make your face to face Jesus said if you deny me before men I will deny you before my father Yep I love you all. Y'all be blessed. I pray prayed uh, a live kid That was a blessing. I'm going to do more of these. I'm going to go on Instagram right now. But I'm going to do more of these, Lord willing, um, until the Holy Spirit gives me topics to teach. Um, um, so if you want to learn more about what I do, go to imunplugged.com for uh, cards, card games, books, um, culture resources, opportunities to support our mentoring program. Um, uh, just support what I do here online. If you just like, hey, man, I just want to support you, man. You could do that there. Uh, books, card games, T-shirts, all that good stuff. Uh, books like The Purpose of Singleness talks about are you whole or full of holes? Dating prep, learn how to date God, date yourself and become dateable so that you can date the love of your life forever. Also, uh, The Purpose of Freedom, uh, how to untie soul ties and uproot strongholds is a book there as well. The latest book that I wrote was called Counterfeit or Counterpart, How to Continue to Discern the Will of God for Your Life. This book, I know, I haven't done this book justice. I haven't promoted this book like I should, but this book is important for these times. This book talks about how to discern things that are presented in front of you and discern the times you're in. So that's a great book to get as well. I'm working on a new book for you all. Can't wait to talk about more about it. Check out the Ezzy Life. Me and my wife, we vlogging. Check out our latest vlog. We went to the beach. All that good stuff. Um, I think that's it. What else? What else I got? Uh, Books, card games, T-shirts, pilgrim shirts, um, unplugged shirts, whole shirts, all that good stuff on the website. Um, Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. I'll see y'all next time. Peace. Oh, Peace.